everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Don't Be So Dramatic. My name is Rachel and this is the podcast where I talk to different people in the entertainment industry to discover what their job involves and how they got there. Hello everyone. Welcome back. It has been a hot minute since I have been on here and I have been just thinking about you guys and thinking about jumping on. So here we are. It's 2024 now, which is so crazy. I think my last episode I recorded in like May 2023. So for me, who was recording quite often, it has been a little bit and I'm really excited to be back. I hope you're all doing well. So I have written dot points for myself for this episode because I wanted to just kind of uh, explain where I've been, explain, like talk about what's been going on, talk about some realizations that I've had in the past. What, what's May to, May to January? What is that? That is, I can't do the maths. Seven months, eight months. Yeah. That long. Um, yeah. (laughs) What's been going on with me? What, firstly, what's been going on with you? I wish you could tell me, but it's a podcast. So let's keep going. So, May 2023, I said I was going to be taking a break from podcasting, and I have. And it has been great, and it has been a really scary and um, fruitful and amazing and uh, just, like, all around, like, so many emotions type of break. And I, I don't know why, but it just has. Um... To be perfectly honest, I was quite scared to take a break from podcasting just because like it was going so well, which is so weird to when something's going so well to go, hey, I need to take a step back from this. And I think that's like what I realized is that I had been running on empty for way longer than I thought I had been and I have a massive tendency like a lot of creatives do to uh, just continue a burnout cycle like just be fine for like four weeks and then burn out and then be fine for another four weeks and then burn out and it's just like that is so not how I want to live my life Um, because it's not sustainable it's not sustainable in the long run. And so, yeah, it was really weird, as this title says, is what I think I'm going to title it. It was really weird to like at the height of the success of the podcast to say to everyone like, hey, I'm going to stop podcasting for a, a period of time and I have no idea how long that's going to be. And I re- I truly did not and don't know how long it's going to be. I don't know if I'm going to come back soon or not, or if I'm just going to be sporadic about it. But yeah, I guess, you know, with like the creative industry and with being an actor or being a podcaster, what I find is like people, when they are trying to like work with you and help you, Everyone has like their own two cents about like how to do something. 
in the podcasting world, it's very much like, okay, if you want to have a successful podcast, what you need to do is record the episodes and then it needs to be something relevant. And then you need to have videos that go on social media and like the editing needs to be good and you need to be posting consistently. So you need to release one episode per week, ideally two episodes per week. And you need to be releasing like five to seven reels on Instagram. And you also have to be on TikTok and like... It, that is, is so much work. <laughs> it's so much work. And that's just podcasting. And then put on top of that acting and then also having a job to pay the bills. Like, it's just, it's so much. And mind you, like that advice of like, if you want to have a successful podcast, do ABC. It's correct. Like, that is definitely one way that your podcast will consistently start to grow. But I found for me that it was just exhausting me because I was just taking on so much. And it's like, I don't even have an answer for like what I'm saying at the moment, but it's just like, I don't know. It's so uninspiring to be like, I have to post this reel or I have to record two episodes and then post them this week. It's not coming from a place of like, I really want to interview this person. Mind you, I only interview people that I want to interview. But like, you know, what if you're an actor and you're like doing all these short films to get credits in your CV? You'll hit a point where it's like, I don't want to do this short film. This is not inspiring. This is not what I want to do. I'm just doing it because an acting coach said, hey, you need to build up your CV. And yes, you absolutely do need to build up your CV, but it's not like in a one, two, three step approach because life is not like, it doesn't happen in steps. Life is ebbs and flows and just thing, things come up and things happen. And so, yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm discovering that about, the creative industry is that it does require some things to be like, okay, here's the step-by-step, but you also need to take into account the intuition and feeling what's best for you is like the most important thing. One big thing that I realized during this break was, well, first off, I moved house, crazy, Um, but where I moved to is about an hour south of Sydney and you're like, Rachel, that's not a big deal. But for me, it is a big deal because I realized that my identity as an actor, the thing that I like an aspect of what I tied myself as Rachel, the actor to was living in Sydney and being like, oh yeah, I'm an actor and I live in Sydney and I'm near all of like where everything happens and all that sort of stuff. Like, oh yeah, I can be at an audition in like 20 minutes. You know what I mean? Like I had unconsciously made that a part of my actor personality. And when I really, really thought about it, I was like, I'm just, I feel like I, that is making me feel like I'm a cookie cutter actor. And the way, that became really clear to me when I was talking to one of my friends 
And I said, oh my God, my dream is like to have some land and to like have a massive garden and have some animals and to just have space and air. Like I'm just not an urban girly, you know? And my friend was like, oh my God, I love living in the city. I love living in an apartment, which means that I'm like walking distance to everything in the city. I love that. And I was like, oh my God, like that, that doesn't make her like a, you know, oh, she's conforming to what we think of actors. She genuinely likes that. And I just didn't feel like that was me. So now living like an hour South, I'm still within distance of like, I can get into the city and do whatever I want to do. But I'm like actually now living the lifestyle, like the everyday lifestyle that I want and that I have been dreaming about for a really long time. And like just saying that I'm getting like these excited feelings in my stomach because that's that's what life is about, isn't it? Is just like actually going, what do I want? What do I want out of life? And to be able to say like, yeah, I'm living that is uh, it's so exciting. So I guess it's like having the space and the time now, having not podcasted in this period has really like, I feel like I'm discovering myself again in a weird sort of sense, discovering my creative self in a sense and discovering like what I do and don't agree with. When I, I did an acting class, I think it must've been literally like a year ago. It must've been a year ago. Um, and it was a group class because I, I do my acting coaching with the wonderful Emily Joy. If you're looking for an acting coach, I cannot recommend her enough. She has been on the podca- podcast and she's like, oh, I just, I love her so much. Um, but I did a group class and that acting coach that I was doing the group class with gave me this advice, which I kind of carried into last year, 2023. And eventually I figured out that, let me tell you what the advice was. The advice was this acting coach had said, you know, if you have a hundred credits on show cast and casting networks, casting directors aren't going to feel like you're this new secret that they would like to discover. And the acting coach was like, you know, uh, this famous person, they only have like a specific amount of credits on their show cast or on their casting networks. So maybe try taking a lot of your credits off of those things and maybe the casting director will feel like, oh, they're discovering this new actor who's like a hidden gem type thing. And I was like, okay interesting concept. I kind of butchered that a little bit, but that's fine. Um, I was like, interesting concept. I will try it. And I got halfway through the year and Emily was like, why don't you have all of your credits on casting networks and showcast? And I was like, oh, to be honest, um, yeah, I got this advice that I should just take, you know, the smaller stuff off and just leave the important stuff. And she was like, no is that is that working for you and I was like well not really and she was like so do you not want to show the casting directors that you know what it's like to be on set 
And I was like, well, yeah. And she was like, so add them back on, you silly goose. She didn't call me a silly goose. <laughs> I'm just paraphrasing. But I, I ended up adding on my, adding my credits back on. And <laughs> I started getting more auditions. <laughs> so I guess that was, it was just such a lesson that like, I think each acting coach, each mentor, each casting director is going to have their own set of advice that they, they give you. And it's truly up to you to decide what is for you and what is not. And it doesn't mean that they're a bad person if you disagree with them. It's just kind of like you really have to solidify what works for you and what doesn't. And it's important to work out what type of creative you are in order to work out what works for you and what doesn't and to find you to like continuously be uh, exploring your creative identity, I guess. One thing that I've just been like mulling over in my mind is I, I honestly cannot for the life of me remember what podcast episode this was on, but I know in the past on this podcast, I have said um, that posting your self tapes on Instagram is something that I don't think you should be doing. And I've kind of changed my stance on that. And so like, I, I guess I'm just like coming forward to be like, Hey, even advice that I give, I can change my mind on. And even everything that I say, I don't think that you should always agree with because it's, like it's only my opinion um but yeah i i've changed my mind on it because i think instagram can be a really helpful tool as like building up your acting persona or your creative persona and uh getting that out into the ether of the creative industry and so I'm kind of like inclined now to be like, okay, you know what? Picking the best 30 seconds of a self-tape and putting that on Instagram, great. I think that that's a really good move because not only are you able to give people a snippet of like your best acting, it also adds to like the, hey, here's Rachel's everyday life where she gardens and these this is her pet dog and her pet bird and oh but like here's her acting here's her headshot and I like that I like I like that for me and I like that for you but if you want to post a self-tape that's three minutes long on Instagram and that fills you with the most amount of joy go and do it so yeah that's a weird little thing that has been in the back of my mind that I've been like, I really have to bring this up on the podcast because I feel like I need to clarify this and to be like, hey, I've changed as a person. Um, one thing that's been weird with like taking the break from the podcast, I hate to bring it, continuously bring it back to the break, but it's a big part of a part of what has happened. Um I took a break also because I have been working on a series that I have been creating with Visible Studios down in Melbourne, whom I love very much. And it has taken way longer than we thought it was going to take. And I want to say that because I just like, 
you know, you're going to get the highlight reel of anyone's life of what they want to show you on social media or like if you meet up in person, you'll get the highlight reel. And I kind of like, I truly do believe this series is going to um, come to fruition, but I don't know the timing of it and the timing shouldn't matter. And I feel like when I took this break, I was kind of like, all right, I'm going to come back once this um once this series is in production or post-production and be like, guess what? Oh my God, I did this. And that's just not been the case. And that's so fine. Yeah, there's this like, there's this idea in our industry of this non-existent hourglass where time is just like against us, like it's running out. And I've said so many times before, like you just... You can't be worried about, oh my God, when I get to 40, I'm going to have to stop acting because I didn't make it and um, I'm I'm just never going to make it then. And like all these preconceived ideas about age and about how long something should take need to get thrown out the window. But still, I am human and I have felt them. I've felt them a lot in this period of time where I said I was going to go and do something and it's just not come to fruition yet. And it's hard to like, I don't know, it like, I kind of feel like a little bit defeated in it. I I have so much hope, but I do feel defeated in it as well. And that's okay. Because like things take time and I don't like, I don't like kind of, going on about like oh the industry's hard and it's hard to get things made and like everything's against us we know you know we all know that and I feel like me going on about that to myself is just so unhelpful to me one (laughs) another thing recently that I have just like completely like honed in on is my mindset around auditions. And let me tell you, you know, like if you've listened to the podcast before, you know, I like talking about the universe and like the power of your mind and all, and mindset and all that sort of stuff. And this is such a great example that this stuff works. In the last, like, I would say in the last year, I have been like working on my mindset around auditions because the narrative that there is not a lot of auditions and like it's hard to get auditions is quite rampant in the Australian industry, I would say. And that's not to say that it's not true at times, but I feel like when I kept saying that narrative over and over again to myself oh there's not a lot of auditions oh it's a quiet time in the industry oh um it's really hard to get an audition that's what I was seeing so I just started being like nah I get auditions all the time auditions are really easy for me to get and like for like no no reason that was showing up in my life I literally was just like I'm just gonna believe this and see what happens. In the last two months of 2023, I was literally getting one audition per week, if not two auditions per week. And it's not like some of them were, you know, independent short films, unpaid work, all those things, but it's still an audition. Is it not? 
So, and it was that, that change. I truly, be- I didn't change my headshots. I didn't change my showreel. I didn't have any new credits on my CV. What changed was my mindset. I literally just started believing that auditions are easy to get. Auditions are just going to come to me from anywhere. And yeah. And oh my God, like it was, and I didn't wake up and go, oh my God, I'm getting so many auditions. It literally took me weeks to realize that this had actually happened. And I was like, oh my God, I'm getting one audition per week. That's awesome. That's crazy. That's the life that I've actually been wanting to live. And yeah, like I can't, I can't attribute it to anything else other than my mindset changed and I just started believing that it was easy and it became easy. Back to the hourglass idea though. I can't remember how I got onto that tangent, but it doesn't matter. Yeah, there is this like non-existent hourglass that just like time is running out and I'm so over it. (laughs) I'm so like, it's just like, coming coming back to the hourglass coming back to the initial idea where I was talking about like people will tell you like this is the way to do something like a b and c and they're not wrong like that is definitely the way to have a successful podcast to be a successful actor but I've just found that like when things feel forced for me and when things don't feel like I'm doing them because I want to or it's like something that I love, or there is like a better reason on the other end of it. I just find that it becomes so taxing and I just, like it just doesn't make me happy. And so I wonder if like, if you felt that way as an actor or as a creative that you've been given advice and you've been following that advice for a while, And you're like, I just don't, like deep down, I just don't feel like this is working for me. And that's okay. Like, I think you get to pick and choose like advice that you want to follow or like how you want to go about your acting career or what type of actor you want to be. Because like, you know how we hear, oh, you need to go to acting school and like you need to do uh, acting workshops and like you need to get this on your showreel or that on your showreel and then you hear stories like mind you they are like the one percent where it's like this actor didn't go to acting school and he just started acting at 30 and you know blah 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 and you're like cool so that's going against the advice that I was given so like there's no, like, I, I mean, I say this all the time. There's no one way about it. And I just feel like it's one of the most important things as a creative is to like have your own creative basket and you get to pick and choose what you want to put in your basket as your acting tools and like how you want to use those tools. And it may be the most unique way of being an actor, but if it, fulfills you and it makes you happy and it gets you to where you want to be then that's that's the most important thing isn't it if it doesn't inspire you to wake up every day and do some voice exercises don't do it because it's just it's not going to make you happy if you do it once a week if you do it once a month if you do it right before you're going to do a job great 
do whatever makes you happy. Like I just, I think advice is such a funny thing because when it comes from people we look up to, we can take it on as absolute truth, but it just isn't. It's just someone's opinion and like it, what worked for them. So yeah, I think that's what I wanted to drive home with this episode is I think it's just so important to be individual in who you are as a creative, like who you, what your creative identity is. Make it so unique that it's just not like anyone else's because that is your superpower. No one else is going to be able to guess or replicate your creative identity and that makes you the standout, I guess. So I hope that gives some insight into what I've been doing. I can't, whenever I get to the end of these short rambles episodes, I'm like, what in the world did I say? I have no idea. So yeah, I'm hoping to come back this year in 2024 at some point. I think I'm still just like, you know what I'd like to do? And maybe this will suit everyone, who knows? But I think it'll suit me. It's just not being so strict in like, I need to release an episode now and I need to do this, this and that. I think that will bring me so much more joy is like just being intuitive about the podcast rather than being so strict and stringent. I think another thing that I realized was like, taking a break for me was like a very, and this is not a negative word, it was a very selfish um, action and a much needed action. But now I'm starting to realize that like, you know, the the people that I interview, their stories are like such a massive inspiration for some creatives that is like much needed in their lives to, you know, hear that and it Uh, inspires you to take action in your creative life in some way or it just like changes your mind on something and I don't think I really like realize the magnitude of that effect on people I didn't really realize that like oh my god some people like rely on these stories and having access to these stories about different creatives in order to like move forward in their own lives and that's that's amazing. And so I really wanna I really wanna come back and be able to do that again and just like give people access to really amazing people and how they do things and who they are in order that they might find some small part of inspiration from it. Yeah. So anyways, I really hope that you're excited for this year. One thing I would suggest is don't put timelines on goals that you have. If you end up doing 10 projects this year, if you end up doing none, I think the most important thing to aim for is just to be happy in the creative that you are. And that shouldn't be reliant on how many jobs you do. And that's a really hard thing to say and to put into practice. So much easier said than done as like everything is in the world. But yeah, I really hope that you are happy being the creative that you are. Thank you for listening to this episode. I appreciate you all so much and I will talk to you soon.